Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Sidework presents Add-Ons with Brooke Van Poplin and Andrea Wallace. All right, you guys, we're back. Welcome to another episode of Add-Ons, your Ooh. bonus content for the week from Sidework Podcast. It's Brooke and Andrea. Um, that's our second theme song of the show. <laughs> the guac is no extra charge. Who knew? Who knew? Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. We hope you guys are really loving add-ons. We did get, like, a really fun little review um, that was pretty broad across the board, just saying that we we're fucking awesome. Not saying, but you guys, we would love to hear your feedback, feedback, not beadback. That's different. Feedback on what you're thinking about add-ons. Smash those five stars. But, you know, just tell us how we're doing. Yeah. Right. Or, review. Subscribe. Or, or say that we're pretty and have, have actually, like, flattering haircuts. You know, right. for the first Smart time in our and pretty. Flattering mm-hmm. mm-hmm. haircuts for the first times in our lives. Yeah. I mean, she's not wrong, guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm 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 about to embark on a major hair overhaul. But oh. uh it'll it'll happen soon. I'm gonna have a flattering haircut again instead of this pandemic mop. Um <laughs> anywho. Anywho. Well, today, you know, all these like fun topics we're thinking about talking with add-ons. There's a million, obviously, avenues we could go down, but I thought we would strut down the topic, if you will, of shoes on the work job. Work job? What did I say? Shoes in the workplace. That's what we're gonna chat about today. Specifically when your workplace is the very unsafe uh, yeah. environment of a bar or restaurant. At the footwear that you wear, those black beat up beauties that you you just never would wear anywhere else, Brooke. Let's admit it. No, <laughs> uh, no. Case in point, I had a pair of um, disgusting uh, black shoes. I picked up at Payless that, uh, at my Buca de Beppo, a job, <gasps> you know, because there was so much marinara sauce and there was always a couple inches of dishwater <laughs> in the dish pit. We all know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Those shoes just soaked up all that delicious, you know, marinade, if you will. Um, and they just never left the premise. They just stayed in my locker the entire time. Never would I wear those shoes to like my worst enemy's house. I wouldn't, you know, it's like mm-hmm. just the smell would just waft off them. I do remember in an early episode, our first ever having James Dunn, like his dishwashing shoes, his dish pit shoes. They would have to be left outside and they were so caked with like food particles and crumbs and nastiness that he would come outside and like birds and mice would be feeding off them like it was a bird feeder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Did you have good shoes like for the most part? I mean, we all there's a learning curve. There's a learning curve because it's taken me to my into my 40s to invest in myself as a professional (laughs) Mm -hmm. of any sort. I can very confidently say absolutely not i never spent 
the money for appropriate shoes. I was just having a complete flashback. So some of you are way too young to know this brand of shoe. I'm sure they're still out here, but I used to love wearing Rocket Dog shoes. Oh, yeah. And while some are very cute, they are notorious, as I know, for the least amount of protection. Like, like I have Protection never, and support, if you will. I, I have never smelled anything like the inside of a rocket dog shoe. And I would wear it with like socks, nylons. It wasn't always a barefoot situation. My other friends who had them were like, what is with these fucking shoes? <laughs> they were like colonies, like like the 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 arch support was clearly made out of like a colony of mold that was waiting for your sweat and bacteria. <laughs> and like all man-made product, by the way. Like right. Nothing, nothing natural about this. No. So like like very punk rocky fun shoes that gave me an aesthetic. But like my worst nightmare was like, what if I go hook up with someone after my bar, you know, because I'm still hanging out after my bar shift. And I, I was like, if I have to take off my shoes, there's no way anyone's doing any funky stuff with me. <laughs> There's no way. You're like, my shoes are doing enough funky stuff for the two of us, bro. Um, oh, yeah. would you, was there traction on these shoes? Like, or were you just like, oh, Slip hell, City? No, Slip City, girl. And and I think too, like, it, it, I need a little, I need a little less support in general because um, my arches are pretty good, you know. So I'm, I'm sort of like, I would wear borderline slippers. That kind of worked for me. Um, yeah, look like my little ninja shoes, like which I used to have. ballet flats or whatever. Totally. You would, mm-hmm. It, it mm-hmm. really worked for me. But at the end of the day, we would be pounding, especially at our old job uh, on like a stone floor Ugh. for hours on end. Yeah, and that is where like, I definitely know that I got like my plaster fasciitis like started at that job specifically. And, and when I look back on it, too, like had I ever dropped anything heavy, I would have just crushed my little tootsies because of the terrible, terrible choice of footwear that I oh. Yeah. To, oh yeah oh yeah but it's oh, a yeah. big deal it becomes your obsession with like how to get through the shift and the type of job and it is the most one of the most essential things to yeah su- succeeding at, at the there's service a industry. lot from like you what your uniform standard has to look like to like you not wearing wanting to wear shoes that are like so ugly and gross to like <laughs> You know, even like Brandy Barber came on and they got they had like designer shoes that were given to them as part of their uniform because it's just like such a cool aesthetic, you know. But there are several varieties of different shoes that you can wear in order to get through your shifts, you know. And there's a backstory that we're going to slip into for sure. Um, And it all starts with safety, basically. So like as for the research I did, the first safe work shoes were called sabots and they popped up in France and Belgium and Italy and the Netherlands in the 16th century. Oh. And Brooke, this harkens to your lineage. Yeah. These are fucking wooden clogs, dude. They're wooden clogs. Like the adorable like Holland shoes that we see that are now like novelty. You might have a teeny little pair that like sits on a shelf in your, mm-hmm. you know, in your office just for decor. Like you might have one little one hanging off a keychain key, but they were basically the original croc and the original right. work boot. Okay. And they were fucking peasant shoes made out of necessity. So they're carved out of wood and like, they, yeah. <laughs> I know, believe me, my, my aunt and uncle who are also in, insanely Dutch, they have a pair of real clogs that they keep. Yeah over by their sabots. fireplace and yeah. I have, yep sabots I have put my feet in the sabots and you're like 
it's like a fucking wooden canoe on each <laughs> yeah, foot. Yeah, dude, for sure. So carved out of wood. Sometimes they would have leather on them. Sometimes they wouldn't. But I think for all, you know, like purposes of like imagery in our mind, just think of a fucking wooden clog. Okay. So because it's wood, they would protect your feet from heavy and sharp objects like a fucking cow stepping on your foot. Think about that. Or like a like a Sith, like slicing your toes off. And a Sith is like, you know, like old time. It's a it's what the Grim Reaper carries. It's an old, very Scythe? French. Scythe or Scythe. 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 Okay. Scythe. Scythe. Yeah. What you know, or something super sharp, like slicing your fucking toes off, basically. All and of this, these harsh, sort of like harvesting tools. Yeah. Like I'm a farmer. I'm a dairy farmer. I work in a I am a maid. I'm a, you know, so yeah, I work in a winery. I don't know. All of these like very like lower class jobs where you just have to like literally like hang out in the shit to get stuff done. Um, so this was the norm for almost three centuries. Wow. This wow. type of shoe. And during the early industrial revolution, workers used the bots to destroy mari- machinery by throwing them into the gears of factories to stop production. And that's where the fucking word sabotage comes from. Right? It's a sabotage. I throw my sabot in the wheel and a sabotage. They're like, fuck, fuck you. Wood clog. It's not in your cog, bitch. It's not as catchy when you're like, it's a wooden clog. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck up your cog with my clog. Um, anyways, fun fact. Very fun fact. Okay, so then we cut to the 20th century where like liability and compensation rights for workers are becoming laws and companies are forced to make workplaces safer. So prior to all these laws, it was cheaper and faster to replace injured employees. V cool, right, Brooke? They'd basically be like, oh, dad like fell down and died, but it's cool. Like now like Billy, who's 17, has to go like replace him. Like that's basically what happened. There were no fucking laws. No laws, no workers' rights. So these are, yeah, this is like before labor unions really became the norm in yep, general. And then unions change things. And then they're like, well, I guess we have to put safe, safety standards in place. Otherwise, we're really going to have to pay out for this because the law is saying that. And yeah. I, I have to say, if, you know, I, we say it every once in a while, like I'm a big fan of the American history podcast, The Dollop, which some mm-hmm. of you might also listen to. But this this past week, they put out uh, an episode about the origin and history of taxi cabs. And like the big war they got into. But this is when like, again, you didn't pay workers living wage, nor were they ever protected. So like the solution back then for taxi drivers being horrible and mean and rude and borderline criminals who were driving you around, they were like, instead of paying them livable wages and seeking out people who we can hold to a standard because they pay them well enough, they were just going to replace all the gross men with women. And, and then but it was I don't also hate, like, I don't hate this idea. <laughs> I know, but it was also like, yeah, but women aren't allowed to drive yet. It, it's, it was there's whole, just like out here that's going to start a whole movement unto itself. Yeah. Uh, so this this oh whole boy. this whole concept of paying people and treating rights, them with dignity, workers' it, rights. Well, yeah. it's and it's still. Let's be honest, it's still a work in progress. Oh no, no, for to sure, absolutely. Yeah. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. 
And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So the 1930s Red Wings were invented and that's giving you your steel-toed boot mm. and that's giving you your traction. But this is like just for like And that's giving you that, that stain on your leg when you have period yeah. sex. <laughs> Cheryl, your Red Wings. Oh, my Lord. You earn the badge of honor because it really doesn't just matter. It doesn't matter. Um, So, but how does this translate to restaurant work? And it kind of, it doesn't because like all these boots are just being made for industrial workers who are doing like fucking building high rises and working in factories, you know, you know, I, I don't even, I started looking at, and I know we've talked about like uniforms and that women have to wear like through, um, this, the, the decades, um, in the, in the being waitresses and stuff. And Mm -hmm. we've been like, Oh fuck, they all had to wear high heels basically. But I started, I was like, well, let's look at nurses shoes. Right. You start and you go back and you're kind of looking at the evolution of like nurse uniforms if you look at the same decade, like 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and um, like what waitresses are wearing, their footwear is really similar. Mm-hmm. It's basically just like that fucking leather pump with like a thicker heel, which I guess means that won't murder your feet as quickly mm-hmm. <laughs> as like a thinner heel might. Um, but that was kind of the standard. Everybody just kind of wore before comfort wear and footwear everybody kind of just wore fucking leather shoes everywhere with heels i mean mm-hmm. a being, being quote unquote well healed you know is a term for a sign of wealth or being proper in society your comfort be damned um because you know i i love to watch that show the nick which is all about the modernization of medicine um, sort of at the turn of the century where it was still really brutal. But all the nurses, of course, are like they've got their long dresses, their stocking, and they're running around in little high-heeled leather yep. boots. All fucking day long. And nurses, like servers, don't ever get a break. They do not <laughs> sit down. The footwear is real, real similar. Um, but, you know, as it evolves, you see like little canvas shoes that like pop up here and there, you know, like when Chuck Taylors are invented, mm-hmm. used by like professional basketball players with like it's just flat as can be, maybe a little bit of traction, but that is it. Until 1970, when we have the Occupational Safety Health Act or OSHA. As we know it. So an administration is created to ensure that workplace safety standards were enforced. And these standards included those that required the use of footwear that's protected in places that posed a threat to foot injuries or Mm -hmm. injuries in general. So this is a win for the restaurant world. And that paves the path for shoes that we're all now too familiar with, with the fucking Da, 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 the non-slip shoe. Um, I kind of imagine that the inventor of like the non-slip shoe was like working in a kitchen and just fucking ate shit and fell flat <laughs> on his back on a wet floor. And like, while he's like in pain, he like looks to his right and sees a shitty kitchen mat. And yes. then he like looks down at his feet and he's just like, 
oh my god eureka i have an idea it's really similar to like when doc brown falls and hits his head on the toilet and the flux capacitor idea comes to him is kind of how i would i would i would i would kind of put it out there that's my thought that's how i want this non-slip shoe to be invented but i mean it was already happening with like industrial shoes and there was already like if you work on a ship fuck that maritime talk about a slippery place to work they would just basically paint the decks with like non-slip paint right sanded right, paint right you can't do that in restaurants you can't just have it'd be nice yeah sure just have nice. like sand paint all over so you're not gonna slip um but this again paves the path for the non-slip shoe so one of the biggest brands in the business is shoes for cruise we all know that name. Founded in 1984, um, and it was a tiny operation, and these guys were making shoes for nurses, again, uh, out of their family apartments. Okay. Same type of hustle. You know, instead of just, like, slipping in sauce and soda, you slip in blood and bile. You know what I mean? But still, <laughs> still, still Beautiful. same. Beautiful. Um, and, of course, everyone was like, holy shit. Give me those fucking ugly-ass nurse shoes, dude. Like, I'm not slipping around. They're super comfortable. The bottoms are like latex or rubber, so you're getting like cushion and bounce. Mm -hmm. Please just make them in black so I can wear them at my double at Golden Corral, you know? It was the 80s, and that was popular then, so that was my my throwback. Um, And then it took off, and again, and then just better rubber and latex grips have been designed, and sleeker, more attractive shoes are coming out all the time, but fucking wow, did it take a long time to get her, Brooke. Well, and I mean, my God, you're going like, we watched the evolution of the wheel. I mean, wheels used to be wooden, and then finally Mm -hmm. we invented rubber, and then had grip, and then they were (laughs) I know because it's like, yeah, we used to wear wood and stone and weird things on our feet. And so our feet have evolved like tires because legs are the tires of the human body. And what what are tires and tires are made out of rubber tire. You know what I mean? So we basically have to wear tires on our feet now so we don't injure ourselves on the job. Whether we're server, line cook, host, what have you don't want to slip on some fucking ranch dressing in the walk-in and fall and bleed out and no one finds you until your shift is over, you know, which probably has, I I guarantee people have slipped in a walk-in or a freezer and fallen and got knocked out and bad things have happened. I guarantee it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sad and scary to think about. So where do we find these shoes, Brooke? Where did we find these shoes? Well, you know that you could always get a dependable pair of smelly, synthetic, rubber, ugly fucking shoes from Payless. But now Payless, at least like they're brick and mortar. Bye bye. R.I.P.s, mm-hmm. you know. No we more used to have one. Uh, we had a shitty Payless in Lincoln Square in Chicago where we lived. And I definitely bought a few pairs of non-slip shoes out of that location. Mm-hmm. Um, but now Walmart seems to be cornering the market, not just for uh, non-slip shoes for service, but for work workers in general. They have like an, a whole OSHA-approved wall. I happen to be in a Walmart, which I don't wow. frequent very often. Yeah. Back in the fall when I was in Utah, because we had to, whatever, we had to grab a couple things for like a very freezing outdoor wedding situation. Um, And they had, I mean, I'm talking like 40 or 50 pairs just like on display for like non-slip shoes. I I mean, I was like, Brian, are you fucking seeing this? I'm pretty sure I took video of it and like put it on the, put it on the feed of the podcast. Um, (laughs) Oh yeah, you did. 
And I was like, those are, I, I found myself being like, oh my God, those are cute. Oh my God, those are still the same shitty ones they've always made. It was funny for me to be like, well, these didn't exist when I was, when I was a young pup and could, you know, would only pay $30 for a pair of work shoes, you know? Um, but what's interesting is that while OSHA standards protect our feet at work, it's been ruled that your workplace is not required to pay for your footwear. Even though they might right. say you have to have a pair of non-slip shoes, they're not considered PPE. It was like just went through and actually a court here in California that they are not required. It is not PPE, which fucking really like think about all the things you need to protect you at the workplace. Right. And this is like COVID aside. Yes. Whatever masks, all this shit that workplaces are now required to give you. But it's like, wouldn't you rather be like, here's a stipend at least we'll pay for this much of your shoe as opposed to like, you wear shoes mm -hmm, every six months. Here's a new shoe stipend. Yeah, we, for sure. We know how much wear and tear and just the exposure to weird, like, like you were saying, mop water and odd foods that get dropped on your shoe. It's oh. so much more than the average person is ever exposed to at work. Like, that's the nature of the job. So it just seems so ridiculous that, you know, they give you that ugly ass fucking pullover shirt that says Applebee's, but they won't give you, <laughs> you know, the, the shoes to ensure everyone's safety so that someone, you know, doesn't end up out for a couple of weeks with a thrown out back. Exactly. They, and what's going to cost more money in the long mm-hmm. run? You paying off a bunch of workman's comp or like you just being like, here's 30 bucks or being like, here is a really specific branded shoe that like says Applebee's on it, which I kind of think would be super fun to have like Applebee's shoes because then, you know, the fucking shoe nerds of the world would want to get their hands on them and then they would be coveted and even though they stink like fucking riblets you could probably still make a pretty penny once you quit the job is all i'm saying uh so i'm saying folks. so i'm saying here with the with the shoes um but yeah and, and like you said the holy grail of restaurant shoes are the dance clothes and crocs which are just sabots when you think about it sabots and also the holy grail of shoes once again in the medical field any mm-hmm. of these any of these jobs where you have long hours of really fatiguing your legs and your back and your little tootsies, mm-hmm. the dance goes are, had I stayed in the industry long enough, I would have finally invested in myself and a pair of dance goes. But thank God now we do have the other end of the spectrum. Crocs are by far more affordable. I mean, they're still 50 bones. Yeah, but they have holes in them and they don't necessarily have backs is my only. I work. I wear dance goes to work. And I love them. Yes. And I would say that the Crocs are a little more, you'll see that back of house. Yeah. Because uh, I also feel like your boss would probably, if you're on the floor, Crocs are a little harder to get away with. And I would be curious how quickly you can actually move in them. They look like they're hard to move gracefully in. Right? You kind of just be able to need to be able to pivot from like cold line to hot line you're just moving back and forth you know yeah and i would never in a million years wear crocs to wash dishes in oh boy oh boy oh god no i think just like anybody who's like the dish pig i'm just gonna say it only because it's a term that we have coined i'm not calling it just a hilarious name james done the dish pig (laughs) specifically i there should just be like you just always get a new pair of shoes like every month because you can you imagine how quickly those shoes are just being fucking destroyed I mean, the fact that you're not just wearing galoshes, you know, is also mind-blowing. Anyways, ugh. Anyways. They should just be in a head-to-toe, like, dock worker, you know. You should be wearing a a rain jacket, (laughs) galoshes, 
an yeah. umbrella. And if and if it's if it's not going your way, just fucking throw your sabbat into the dishwasher and break it, and hopefully you'll get what you want. You, you they'll meet your demands. <laughs> Sabotage the dish I wa- pit. I wonder if it's sabbat or sabo. Did you look up the phonetic? I just I'm saying sabot like sabotage sabotage sabot that's sabot 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 so interesting I fucking love that mm-hmm. so that is your add on for some shoes some this is a very non slippery edition of this yeah. episode yeah we're gonna uh, really gain traction with this episode I think is also what we're gonna do Brooke. <laughs> Like, I can't I can't top that I can't top that <laughs> well you guys if you have any fun topics you want us to dive into nerd out for 20 minutes on add-on send them our way other than that Brooke that's it we'll see you next week we will 